0: I'll tell you a secret. He's been drinking. What? Be Jesus. It wouldn't be like. I'm you. glad. I'm glad you haven't remembered the the derailing of all those double episodes you did in the first season. <laughs> Mainly me. <laughs>
1: and, and 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 that right there is as good an intro to the bonus Christmas special <laughs> <laughs> that as we're we're going to get. So uh, sure. surprise everyone! It's <laughs> this isn't. So sure, we couldn't be leaving you. Oh, we couldn't
2: okay. be leaving you that long again. So you don't even. It's,
1: it's a double Christmas special from the Crafty Crew podcast. So I'm not going to go through all the introductions again. You know who it is. Um, this time round, we are, and I'm going to coin, I'm going to coin Mark's phrase here because it was beautiful when we were talking about um, wh- how we we're going to do the beers. We're coming home for Christmas, um, yeah. so we're coming back with two Irish beers from two Irish breweries uh, for the second episode. But uh, We'll get into those in a while, Nally.
2: Uh, so it's, yeah, like you're saying there, King, it's part two of the Christmas episode. So just for most listeners, generally when we do these, we have two beers uh, as we're going along and that's it. And we're all happy out and everything's great. So we this is going into be three and four, which is grand. However, in general, some of us, more than others, tend to have another beer in between to cleanse the palate. So this <laughs> is uh, kind of Christmas episode number two, which is the re-drunkening.
1: Is what I'm calling it. <laughs> something that... Square? Can I call Square on that? Surely I can call Square on that. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen,
0: I think I need to explain. If you haven't listened <laughs> episode one, we did we, g- did... we did bingo, okay? We did a, a crafty crew bingo where I gave Nally, Walshie and Kinger two phrases from the other two, one, one from each, and they need to they need to wait and call bingo or call Square when one of them says something. And the winner gets this a uh, lovely uh, Parma violets uh, New England IPA by Brewdog. And in the first episode, they all got one, and I helped Kinger. I did help him a bit at the you end. You did, you did. So help, have yeah, a listen yeah. and see how it worked. But Kinger, Kinger just got his second square. A mere,
1: a mere seconds into the second episode. And, and <laughs> Kinger,
0: Kinger, you got it on Nally, didn't you? And what yep. was that square?
1: A deliberate pun. <laughs> <laughs> I do love puns. Well played. He does like a what pun. Was, puns what was the
2: one? What was the one we thought we had in the first episode? So that you. I can't remember, but I know it I was, was reaching. You it made a joke. Yeah. Oh, it, it was. Yeah, it wasn't. It was the. It was the Michael Jackson thing.
1: Yes, I yes. think so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. I have a question. Yeah. I feel like my second one for Kinger. He probably did like twice. And anytime time I went no. initially to listen out for it, I'm like, oh no, shit, he's at. He's at the end of talking now. Did he say it? I will,
0: uh, it. I will just God. say this. For both your square for Kinger and Nally square for Kinger, he has said the phrase minus one word probably yeah. about eight or t- ten times. Oh, yeah, right. It's been episode. killing me,
2: so it has. You have, Kinger, oh. you have,
0: like, one word away from getting them and multiple, it's multiple times.
2: so close. I'd like, people, so, for everyone listening, we were doing this in the first episode. I mean, surely to God you've just continued on and listened to the rest of it because we're class, apparently. Um says no one but me um, but yeah there's been so many times where like in the first episode when we were recording this over discord Kinger was watching me and Mark and there was a point where he was like I don't trust you why are you two laughing and smiling away to each other it's because you were one word off saying you're bingo and I could not help but burst my whole laughing at it
0: <laughs> yeah so congratulations to Kinger congratulations to Kinger he wins the uh, Brewdog Violets, uh, New England IPA but let's keep going guys because you know there are no more prizes but who wants to be last okay who wants to be the loser in bingo that's it so oshanali so, um, let's 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 keep paying attention
2: right so um carrying on from the last episode boys uh, i'll throw out another little christmas beer um little little joyous nugget there um yeah this one's a bit a little bit stranger kind of so as we know i'm a big fan of belgian beers um One of my favourite styles, Trappist beers, Belgian Abbey Ales, love them, they're really good. Um, A lot of Belgian breweries around Christmas bring out a special beer for Christmas, they're Christmas Ales, Um, and it's a pretty common thing. Now I know a lot of breweries do it all over the place now, like Irish breweries, everyone does it, like we have some today. Um, Hope do their winter seasonal, Um, there's a lot of breweries that kind of do it, but Belgian beers kind of were... Belgian brewers were some of the first places to have it. It kind of started in Belgium, um, calling things Christmas ales. So what happened was, back in the late 1800s, 1890s, kind of 1900s, the Belgians' beer was not very good. It was all low ABV and it wasn't great, apparently. You know, apart from, obviously, the Trappist beers, but they weren't really selling them on to too many people. They were the monk stash, so... You know, you'd get the offshoots of whatever the monks were having. But what happened was the normal breweries, they weren't great. So what they did was uh, they'd import beer from over in uh, in England and, and Scotland and that. Um, Scotch Ales, they were called. They were kind of heavier, um, more malt and higher ABV and uh, kind of just more flavorful beers. And they'd import them into Belgium. And they'd always, you know, they'd start marketing them as Christmas Ales because they were... To start marketing them as Christmas ales because they were... Uh...
0: <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> Dolly.
2: Gingrich just turned off the lights in his room
0: and stuck a lamp under his head. And it genuinely looks like the fucking zombie man is coming to oh eat you. I'm sorry. I'm, tra- I'm trying good. to fix
1: my camera. Sorry, 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 sorry.
0: So, uh, yeah.
2: So, around uh, 1900, then, Belgian beer was always weaker and blah, blah, blah. So, what they did was um, they were importing all that beer. And uh, the... The Belgians loved it. They lapped that shit up. They loved all that imported beer because it was higher ABV. It was just really good. So, what happened then is when the brewers start, you know, it doesn't take long for a company, if you're trying to make money, it doesn't take you long to copy something that's a huge success. So, what they did was um, instead of all the importers making all of that money, that good, good cash, what they did was the brewers over there start making their own versions of these higher beers. And they'd released them all kind of around Christmas time. So, they had you know, higher AVVs. there was more spices in them, kind of more flavours in them, cardamom, different cinnamon, different flavours and stuff like that. And they start just marketing them as Christmas, Christmas ales or Christmas beers. So that's, you know, and a lot of those brewers now are, you know, the Abbey ales, um, the Trappists have a lot of their own. I think Chimay has their own one that they bring out every year. But a lot of those breweries and stuff like that, that's where their Christmas sale came from was, you know, that's just Scottish beer being brought across, Scottish and English beer. So... Once again, as the Scots are known to do, they have invented another thing that saved the world.
0: After the telephone,
2: the television, penicillin, penicillin, penicillin. Tarmac Adams, Scott McTominay, Scott McTominay. <laughs> <laughs> Boo. Boo.
4: Boo! Boo! I was
2: going to give you Andy Robertson until you booed. Now you yeah. may go and shite. <laughs> Walshie, that's a, uh, that's a little bit of, a uh, little bit of history there about some Christmas ales. Just, you know, sometimes we put out some information that people might actually think is useful. Generally mm-hmm. it is until you I'm do. talking <laughs> and it's full of shite. But, uh, yeah, what's your wonderful Walshie's sleigh bells
0: ring?
1: Are you listening? In, In
0: the lane, snow <laughs> is glistening.
1: glistening. It's now time a beautiful
0: side
1: To take a stroll We're happy tonight Down Walshie's Walking in a Walshie Wonderland uh, I
0: feel uncomfortable <laughs> <laughs> It's Walshie's Winter Wonderland, ladies and gentlemen Wait. Where Walshi takes us on a journey through parts known and unknown <laughs> Through facts true and false to, for 30 to 35 seconds in music, us. it's, like, it it's like it's
2: like the twilight zone but weirder i, I would like to start
3: <laughs> off by saying i feel very uncomfortable after that i felt like you just you know did things my, to my ear that i'm not happy about oh jesus <laughs> right so if you had listened to paris one as you should um there was a christmas team there from the beginning to the end <coughs> you got a full circle and this one Not so much. I'm making this about me. (laughs) Because that was the quickest thing I came up with. Um, As we all know, I am known as Walshy. But, spoiler, my full name is actually Paul Walsh. And a famous... His PPS (laughs) on number. (laughs) Um, We have um, a famous Paul Walsh, uh, besides myself, obviously was a footballer who used to play with Niall Quinn in the 94 season with Man City. Niall Quinn played for Ireland with Shay Given, who is from Donegal, which brings us to Kinnegar. Kinnegar was founded in 2011. In 2011, the Rubber Bandits won Best Irish Act at the Entertainment.ie Awards. Rubber Bandits are from Limerick, which brings us to Treaty City. Treaty City was founded in 2014. In 2014, in the World Cup final, Germany played Argentina. In that Argentina team, Higuien was born in 1987, the same year as me, Paul Walsh, was born. Ah.
2: Boom. Well played, Walshy. Well played. Well that was a wonderful was
3: little, a trip. Nice little, a little trip. Thank you. I was trying I to agree. get that little small about when we were starting to record. It's like, I need to kind of get a little... Just to finish it off.
0: Let's let's get down to business, ladies and gentlemen. Myself and Nali are taking control of the beers in this episode, yep. so you know they're gonna be good. Who's going and first? And Nali, you know Walshy and Kinger are going to give out shit. To Why us, would I give Because okay? sh- we picked them, and you know they're what they're like. They you know sound what? nice, it's just the way they are. You know like. it's just the way they are. Yeah, it is. But um, we are coming home for Christmas, okay? So we had a Canadian and a Danish brewery because everyone knows like half of Ireland is in Canada right yep. now. And the other half, they're in Denmark or somewhere that way, I suppose. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Maybe 8,000 miles for past it in <laughs> One Australia. <to> them, <laughs> but, so, some of them might stop at Denmark on the way home. I don't know how Qantas flights work. But uh, yeah, so basically, we're back home with, with Treaty City in Limerick and Kinnegar in Donegal, two of the stellar breweries we've had in season two on our uh, trip around the country in our 32 counties of beer. Yeah, um, Savage Bureau. These, you know, Treaty City's Savage Bureau, that's right, while well, she stood out as a really fantastic. Because dear, of? And Kim. Titties. I, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <yeah, laughs> I don't really know what to say to that. <laughs> I
2: suppose because
3: it's. <laughs> oh, thanks no thanks I'm the only one that's single out of four of King. us, by the way, just to throw that out there.
0: Um, kindergarten was Rust Bucket, wasn't it? Did we um, have another
1: one? Uh, we one probably
3: season. did have another Rust Bucket. Oh, yeah, we the, did. We had we the, had the Black IPA. The, the Black Very, IPA, yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: Bucket, bucket and Spade, it.
2: wasn't it? Black Bucket. Black no, Bucket, yeah. bucket yeah. and Spade is a rye. Black Bucket. Black yeah, Bucket.
0: Yeah, the one. <clears throat> yeah so Kindergarten has been well represented on this podcast. We've had their Black Bucket, Black IPA, and their Rust Bucket. Uh, rye ipa on the podcast and both of them have been very good beers that we've been very happy with so you know let's make it a trifecta and get them in for a third time and hopefully they uh, live up to expectations the high expectations they have set for themselves
2: both of those beers that mark has mentioned we established that the animal on the front is actually a dragon um, and i will have no (laughs) hear or tell of it being anything other than a dragon nobody okay
1: i mean let's continue let's continue with the beers who's going first
0: where I think the best thing to do here is let's kick off with the red I was afraid you were going to say that yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. I was going to say let's, let's, let's have the lighter. because
3: right? we had talked about at the beginning what's the main drink about Christmas and you said stout it only makes sense to finish on a stout
1: ok then crack yeah. open 3D CDs out of office
2: yeah, like sorry you'll, you'll have to right speak now. up I'm wearing a towel
0: <laughs> so uh, this was my choice for everybody Um massive fan of treaty city i've had uh, since we've had savage pure i've had a number of their beers not been disappointed and um, really looking forward to this the out of office you know i just love it like i i work like partly office based so you know i do have to set up those emails every now and then and it's it's a nice little nod to it the can is their typical artwork loads of envelopes flying around the little outlook envelope with you know the number of emails you have unread in the corner um, and if you look at the back of the can, they always have something cheeky to say, which is lovely. They go, "Thank you for your query. We are currently out of office no. and will contact you when we return." Hadn't seen that. In case of, emer- <laughs> in case of emergency, uh, I didn't even very cop good. that. Yeah, this is very good. Hundred percent. The the other massive
2: yeah. I was just going to say, Mark. Another thing with their with their can is the the other thing I love on their cans. All their cans is the little rating system they give themselves. Yeah. So they always have the four the four categories. The malt, the hops, the body and the colour. Um, to which I think Savage Pure had like zero hops, had three or four malt, you know, had three or four body and then had five colour because it was a stout, so it was black. So this one here that we have, yeah. the out of office, we've got two malt, four hops, uh, two on the body and three on the colour. And I, um, so this is a red IPA, like Mark was saying. I always, when I first pour out a red IPA, just by the looks of them alone, I'm always thinking of an Irish red ale like. It's yeah. it's always what's in my head. So when you see the back of this can and you see that the malt is way less than the hops, in my head I'm like, but it can't be, it's a red ale. The malt is more forward than the hops in a red ale. And then you look again, you see it's the red IPA. And when you take a smell of it, you get that IPA straight away, so you do bang of The hops it? the hops are yeah. just
0: very forward in it, so they are but then, when you look at the color, Nally, you know, it's a real Smithix looking yeah. thing, isn't it? Tell me, it's tell me that's not you know? Smithix. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's got a nice, juicy, creamy head on it, mm. but and and really good carbonation by mm. the looks of it. And I would say at five point four percent, this is quite an alcoholic red ale. I know it's an IPA, so I suppose that kicks into the IPA range. But from it looks like a red ale, smells like an IPA. Five point four, actually. I'm probably wrong. It's probably fine, isn't
2: it? That's probably expected. Yeah, I, I suppose. I, yeah, I suppose it's because it, cause it's the IPA, not so much just the red ale. It's, it's, the, it's the higher percentage that you're expecting. Whereas normal red ales, you're hitting about four percent or something. Um, the only one that always gets me, like the red ale we had on the podcast that was unbelievable, was the, the Red and War, but Yellow Valley, which oh. is unbelievable. Great beer if anyone can get it again. This smells class. Uh, I am a big fan of the smell of this, especially after coming from the two sours tonight. I like sours, they're fine, they're all well and good. But a Christmas episode, just this nice kind of it's a bit more malty than a normal IPA, and the kind of smell that's coming through is really just kind of homely. Like, I mean, you were saying it, Mark and Kinger, you said we're coming back home with these ones because they're two Irish breweries. This one makes yeah. me feel like I want to, not in a bad way, but. I'm happy to sit in front of a fire and have a few cans of this like just from the smell. I haven't tried it yet, but just from the smell. It is that homely smell as opposed to double raspberry, strawberry cheesecake and um, that God awful smoothie beer that I will not be happy about. They are lucky it's Christmas. And
3: uh, as the as we've all stated and you were talking about this beer being coming home for Christmas after these, I will be getting a taxi home for Christmas.
2: <laughs> taxi home from your bedroom to uh, the bathroom not, not, to the bedroom not at home, I actually go I home, at home
1: for Christmas like to the parents
3: <laughs> which is still only like a five minute walk but you know
1: the um, I know you were saying that it, 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 your ones look very carbonated, mine actually on the contrary looks like extremely flat I don't have any kind of carbonation in my glass at all um, the head is the head was there at the start it's, it's kind of gone a bit now um there's like maybe a handful of bubbles clinging to the side of the glass but like it's not very active at all so I don't know if that's gonna change yeah. the taste or 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 um but on 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 just a quick word on, on the smell alone like as soon as I cracked the can there was this like a, like I'm always learning now because'm I'm, I'm relatively new to the world of craft beer um but a very um earthy kind of smell is what i was getting i don't know is is would that be a hoppy would that would that be the hops
0: yeah i would say piney is probably where you're going Yeah, okay it's yeah. west coast yeah. mosaic hops it's it's kind of that piney foresty kind of okay smell. yeah more than earth yeah but, yeah, yeah. but maybe you are getting it yeah. i'm not yeah. saying you're not i'm no, just that, saying that's
1: kind that, of what i got. that does sound that does sound um, more accurate to be fair yeah it's
2: probably the malt that's kind of there is a bit more kind of caramelly than what you're used to in an IPA as well which might make it a bit more like a, a little bit more earthy on that side that you're thinking because it is like the lighter malts aren't as kind of bready or toffee as this would be because it's that darker okay. malt um, yeah. and then just reading the back of the canvas, citra in it as well which kind of, you know, that lemony kind of citrus fruit kind of smell, it's not it's not as kick, yeah. it's not as yeah. strong because it tends to be overpowered by the mosaic and <clears> the, the malt but it I think you get it more so in the flavour
0: though. Yes, definitely. It it is definitely there. There's that sweetness. That like characteristic citrus sweetness is there. The back end of it especially. What I love about this mostly so far, I've had a few mouthfuls. The mouthfeel is beautiful. It's got like a caramely taste, right? But it's there's enough carbonation there to get that tickle on your tongue. It does clear the palate reasonably well. The citrus sweetness compliments the caramel very well
2: yeah mark i, I agree with you 100 i think this is it's one of the reasons i'm a big fan of uh red ipas so lately i've gotten big into just red ales um you know we've had a couple on the episode that have gone really well um they've gone down really well um not dublin city brewing was it renegade that didn't go down too well but the other ones we've had have been great and one of them is in our own the red noir like i said earlier But red IPAs, the reason I really really enjoyed them is that maltiness and that kind of toffee, uh, caramelly notes that you're on about, Mark. You get them, but you get that hoppiness, that full-on flavour from the IPA. And I just think the sweetness that you get from those more caramel malts, it works really well. It's just a really, really good style of beer, I think.
0: Yeah, so I guess like we've talked, we've had fun questions on this of what two characteristics of styles would you smash together. But when you think about like a red IPA, the caramel flavour, the sweetness, then you think about just like a normal standard IPA, the hoppiness, the flavour. Like those characteristics in a good red IPA just complement each other so so well. Especially as Nally as you said, like the citra hops and that sweetness with the caramel. This is from a good brewery, I have to say, based on my experience on the experience of this podcast, this is a very good example of how they've gotten two styles together and gotten the right things right with it, in my opinion.
1: I don't know. I don't know. Tell
0: us how you feel, Kinger.
1: I know. Initially, uh, my very first sip of this, I thought it was wildly bitter. I, and I, 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 I couldn't quite place where that was coming from. Um But and to advocate the crafty crew rating system that you drink a beer the whole way through, um, really uh, and and truly like listening to you guys talk about it and drinking it at the same time, I'm I'm it's kind of opening my eyes a bit to to know like what what i'm tasting it is a bit more enjoyable the further into the beer that i'm 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 going there there definitely wasn't a sweetness that i was getting at the start that's starting to come through towards like i'm about halfway through it um lately i've really gotten into like amber ales and i know it's it's a different style but like there's a there's a little similarity there um that kind of roasted sweetness like a it's hard to place it you know like a, it's not sugary but
0: well you see amber ales kinger they are very similar to a red ale they're somewhere between a red and a stout like they're yeah. kind of an intermediary brew and when you've got something like a red ipa if if you're anywhere in the region of red and you're anywhere in the region of amber you're never going to be a million miles away in flavor are yeah. always going to be kind of like cousins, yeah. yeah. So it makes sense somebody who enjoys a, an amber would enjoy a red IPA,
2: yeah. So like like Mark saying there, the amber ales are kind of a a more <coughs> heftier version on the APV than the red red ales say. So like your typical red mm. ale might be four four point two, and then your amber ale might be up about five five two or whatever, but okay. which is in the IPA range as well. So the base of an amber ale. And the base of a red IPA would be quite similar. The difference, yeah. a lot of the time, would be how much more hops go into a red IPA than would go into an amber ale. So you have that extra okay. hoppiness, which is something I think you'd like because that's what gives those dippers. You know, I feel like that's what gives those dippers that extra juiciness that you're a fan yeah. of.
0: We haven't heard from Walshy.
3: How are you no. getting on over there, buddy? I'm, you know, I'm enjoying it. It's nice. It's refreshing. Um, not really a down on it, but like if you were to come to me in like a week's time, it was like, oh, I heard you had the out of office uh there a while ago. What do you think of it? I'm like, uh, it was nice from what I remember. I I don't think it's a a thing that will like last in the memories for a long time. If you get me, I did, like in a lot of other ones. Like, look, none of us were massive fans. Some of us liked it a little bit more than others. The the smoothie we had. But if you ask me in a in a week's time, look, and and look whether we were good, bad, indifferent, you will remember it.
0: Fuck you if you're going to talk about that movie. No, Please no, no, not no. remember it. That
1: was horrible. Yeah.
3: <laughs> no, that's, that's fair.
0: We, we some of us weren't fans of this. Some of us. I think that's enemies. the point he's
1: making, though. To be fair, is that yeah, it's, but like, it's, look, it's in the memory.
3: You can throw shouting at strangers out there. Bad memories, but memories you will remember it. Uh, Red New War, like uh, Nally brought up. We all remember that. But can you maybe tell... not how to say it though? Red Noir. Now you, you didn't say it like that a minute ago. Okay. Uh, but <laughs> you know, my, my my point is, in like a week or two weeks, are you really going to say it's like, oh, what's something that stands out? Or like in a in in a month's time, if we're using a beer as an example, are you going to say it's like, oh, do you know what? We we're having an, another red IPA, or red ale. I'm like, oh, out of office. Probably not. To be honest, because for the most part, you're probably not going to remember it. But it is nice. It is very nice. But I just don't think it's... Remember yeah. is a, a kind of a not a good word to use, but I don't think it stands out.
0: Yeah, I think that's if... that's probably fair. I, I'm i really enjoying this. Yeah, no, and it's... I love the first half. And the second half now I'm slowing down because I just don't want it to be gone. Because I don't have any <laughs> yeah, more of it.
4: Yeah.
0: Um... Yeah, me and Ali know the same pain here. No, uh, I... do, you drink it, do you drink it quick because it's lovely, or do you slow down because there's no, no more?
3: And and I agree. It is very, very nice. And it's not a down on it. But it's... Like, my point is, are you going to remember yeah. in a week or two weeks? Probably not. No, because I'm... there's no standout flavour or anything like that, yeah. is
0: what I'm getting at. And it's a fair point. Like, to me, there is some standout flavours there. But you got to be thinking, like, is this... Red IPA. Somebody says to us, like, let's be honest, we're on a we're on a craft beer podcast where we've covered every county in the country and we've covered every style that well, almost every style, and at this stage we've probably hit pretty much everything. We even had a mountain IPA last year, I think. So we did, which mountain. is pretty new. We did. We did. Yeah. Yep. yeah. So like we're we're pretty much hitting everything. Um so like if you, if this is one of the things somebody says to you, give me a good red IPA what is a red IPA? What would I what would I go for? And you know what? We've got that um, red noir from from um, Yellow Belly, which the one thing I'll say when we're comparing this to that is that Yellow Belly do call it out as a dark red ale. They've gone on the roasted side a bit more. It's a bit darker. I think this is probably more a traditional red ale or red IPA. And to be honest with you, I... I I do really enjoy it, and I am struggling to think there's something that I can I could say to somebody. Oh, have this other one, you know.
3: I think one point, and I you said it, and it just kind of brought. It back. I think this would be because the 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 red noir is like you said a dark red, and it's a bit more heavier tasting. Maybe this one would be a good um, try. This if you like this, then go to red noir. Instead of just jumping straight to that, because it's a it's a bit of a jump. If you were like, oh, do you know what, I like this. It's like, oh, well, okay, this is a little similar, but it's heftier. Maybe go your drink that you usually drink, go to Out of Office, and then jump across, kind of as a middleman kind of thing.
2: This Out of Office and the Red Noir being a kind of in between. I just, I mean, I know we were all kind of comparing it to Red Noir, but like you were saying as well, Red Noir is a dark red ale. It's it's a red ale, it's supposed to be that malty, heavier flavour. This is an IPA that happens to have a bit more malt in it. It's an IPA first with extra malt in it, as opposed to being that red ale with more hops in it kind of thing, you know? I think that the red ale with more hops in it kind of is more towards the amber ale type of job, whereas this is more IPA first with a bit more malt in it.
0: Yeah, and I'm, I'm a massive amber ale fan. I think I've talked about Firsty Ferris. Multiple times in this podcast, yeah. one of my favorite oh, beers at yeah, yeah. all, and and Kinger, I think I kind of converted you a little bit onto the Amber Ales from our Amber Ales episode.
1: Oh yeah, and 100%. this
0: this hits like flavor wise, this hit this hits so many pluses for me. The IPA flavors that I love, which got me into craft beer in the first place, and the Amber Ale flavors that I discovered and then fell like head over heels with. This is like a beer. I found a beer right in my wheelhouse, if you know what I mean. Like, right in between two styles I love. Mm. And it's doing the best of both of those styles. That's kind of where I'm landing with that. I know that's a bit positive to be giving feedback on, but Walshie, well, <laughs> give us some negatives.
3: No, I, it's not, I, I, I kind of have a question, and it kind of blends the two. So I think it's, it's either Rust Bucket or Bucket and Spade. I, I'm not sure which one it is. But this one... um. Is, is a red IPA but then I've seen ones that are like rye ales or rye IPAs yeah, what's so, the difference between a red and a rye
2: so a rye is rye is a grain you use in brewing so <clears throat> most of the malt that's used in brewing is barley which is the grain that's used for brewing rye is just another kind of grain that's used and if you add rye in to a beer it gives it kind of that spicy kind of note in the background. Um, that's why rye, you know, like rye whiskey is a type of whiskey that's made with rye grain as well. Uh, it's just okay. the type of grain that's used in the in the, the brewing process that can give it a kind of a more spicy flavor. I think spicy is kind of the best word. I don't know, Mark. Probably the best word for it, like that rye kind of flavor is.
0: Yeah, like it, it's tough to describe because, like, realistically, you'd describe it as a rye flavor. Yeah, right? exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And even had a couple of them. It's got that rye flavor, but. Yeah, it's it's got more to it than wheat or barley. It's um, the the vice beers, the wheat beers tend to be more kind of bready, yeah, you know, it's, doughy. Yes. Yeah, then the normal barley beers we have are, are what you like. Come on, what have you got? Like any lager you've had, any beer you've had, that kind of like heatiness to it. And a rye is kind of almost like an off heatiness, like it like bread that started to kind of sour a little bit. And it's got that through a beer, but when you take it through a beer, it becomes a kind of a flavor in itself. Like um, it's it's tough to describe. Yeah, oh. like rye is what it is. Like it's yeah. it's tough to describe if you haven't had one. But they're nice. Like they the are Solid. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, if they're done right, like any beer, yeah, if it's yeah. done
3: right, it's nice. I I wouldn't mind. The only reason I asked is because I I actually thought they were nearly the exact same, just little tweaks. But they seem to be a lot more different than I thought.
2: Yeah, like rye is just a uh, is just a grain. It's just an ingredient you could put into any kind of beer. Like, I mean, I probably wouldn't put it into, I don't know, maybe not in a stout. I don't know if that rye flavor would work great in a stout. But someone try it. Send me a beer. I want to try it. But you know, I don't know if it would be great. But yeah, you can throw it into most any other kind of beer. It's just it's just a it's just a different kind of flavor. That's all.
4: Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. Uh, okay, um, Mark, you, you chose this beer, so do you want to remind everyone uh, of the Crafty Crew rating system?
0: Yeah, so we start off bottom of the barrel, while I'm shouting at strangers. Shout out to Newcastle, the town that should be written off every fucking map in existence. Yep. <laughs> With unbearable. Like unbearable, but it's unbearable. Square. Oh, that's only okay for me. Sorry, my bad. Your beer is unbearable. Right, whylum. Um then we go booze Let <laughs> me <we> hear it <laughs> booze. Then we go just beer, hashtag Christmas episode one. We <laughs> shout out to what what you as a listener might be thinking is a week ago when you listen to it, but for us it's about forty five minutes ago when we were way more sober than we are now. Then we have Brutiful for those brews that you're just like, hey, you're brutal. I would love to uh, chat you up and take you home at, at one o'clock in the nightclub. And um, then we have unbeer leaveable for those absolutely stellar, off-the-top-shelf, absolutely brilliant beers that you would, like, shove a funnel down your mate's throat and pour it down until they told you they loved it, okay? <laughs> that's what you do with those unbelievable ones. ones. Um, yeah, so that's where we are now. And I'm not going to kick it off because it's my beer. Nally, do you want to show yeah. us? I'll, I'll go for it. Put us on the railroad tracks. I'll, I'll jump in first on this
2: one. um And I will tell you, for me, this is a beautiful beer straight out the bat. I think it's really nice. um The carbonation is really good because it's not overly carbonated, so it doesn't wipe away that malty flavour at the back end. The hops are really clear and really, you know, they're really up front. It gives it that really good IPA taste as well. The smell you get from it with the hops is really, really, really nice. Um, with a small bit of like caramel in the background from the the malt. The mouthfeel is great. It's not overly carbonated like I said. But it, there's definitely enough there to keep it clean. Top to finish it doesn't change very much for me. I thought it was a very consistent beer the whole way through. Which is huge. I like. Sometimes okay maybe with some stouts or something that are you know. A lot of adjuncts it might be nice as it warms up to get those different flavours. But in an IPA I want it to be consistent the whole way through. And it. This smashed that, so it did. It really was consistent the whole way through, which I really enjoy. Um, maybe just, I think maybe Walshy's point is what's keeping it away from the unbelievable for me. I think it's just, it's something that I if I see it again, I'm 100% going to go get it. I really enjoyed it, and I think it's class. And if I can get that, I'll get it again. However, someone asks me in three weeks' time, what's a red IPA you'd recommend? I'm probably not going to think of it off the top of my head, which I think is where Walchie's point is very valid. It's not it's not it's not le- it's not class leading beer. It's not the one that's gonna stand out and it's gonna be my recommendation for this style, you know, is on this really close to it. I just don't think if you ask me in three or four weeks, I'm not gonna remember the name of it. And that's the only thing that's bringing it down from the unbelievable. That's it. It's unbelievable. It's it's absolutely beautiful and it's right up there. It's just not unbelievable.
0: Yeah, so I'm going to get my opinion out there because I think it's going to be the minority in this, but I think it's unbelievable. Um for all the reasons you talked about Nali, the lovely flavours, the beautiful hop aroma. This like I'm probably a bit biased because it's like two of my favourite yeah. styles smashed together and they've done the best of each. So, I admit that. There's probably a bit of bias here. But um yeah, like the one thing I will say, like, I know you're saying you might not stand out and might not be your, your recommendation of this style. To me, it would be because this is a quintessential red IPA. You've got malty, maltiness in it, surprisingly, because I don't think I, like, I'm not sure King or she what you're expecting, myself and you and Ali, we weren't expecting that much maltiness out of that, I don't think.
2: No, definitely, definitely maltier than expected, like, which... I I yeah. was a fan of it, to be fair I like I like that in a beer.
0: <clears throat> yeah, and I'm a multi fan. I'm 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 a malty man, like I'm a salty man. They all rhyme and they're all true. But <laughs> uh it really comes together. <laughs> it really comes together well with the sweetness and the caramel flavors and the the hop aroma. They've chosen their hops well. You know, sometimes you can go too piney or maybe they go too soft and the malt would overpower it. I think they've just chosen well. And it's going to be unbelievable for me. I know you said, like, from from one thing while she said that uh, it it wouldn't be something that stands out and that that you'd recommend to somebody in a few weeks. But another thing while she said was that this is a gateway to something like Red Noir, okay? And I'm like, well, you know what? Red Noir is not really a style. It's kind of a pseudo style. And if the gateway was this, this is the style. This is the Red IPA style. You've got stout, you've got red IPA. Red Noir might be an unbelievable dark red ale, which sits somewhere in that spectrum, in between the two. But if you're looking for the red IPA for me, this is your reference standard right here. You know, this is the one you're like, what's a red IPA? Out of office. Treaty, treaty city. That's what a red IPA is and should be.
1: Uh, Okay, it's, it's definitely not one that I would be rushing out to get again. Um... I would probably say just beer. Um, I think if I think if the flavors and mouthfeel I'm getting now, with more than half the glass drank, at, if I was getting that at the very beginning, I'd rate it a bit higher. Um, uh, it's probably a bit harsh to say just beer because it is it is an like. It's one of those ones. Uh, Walshy has used the analogy before of if you went to a mate's house and they offered you a beer and it was this, I'd have no complaints. Um, I wouldn't go out specifically to get it again. That said, it's 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 not um, it's not unpleasant, and there is the saving grace of it's it's very similar to a few ambers that I've had. Um, Taste wise, yeah,
0: and, and Kinger. I don't want to interrupt you too much, but like this is the the beauty of the crafty crew rating system is that we all come together and we get the right answer Mm -hmm. because of our knowledge and our experience and our rating system.
1: Well, I would say lack lack of knowledge. I would say lack of knowledge and lack of experience in my in my um, in my world. But there you go. Uh, So look, I'd say I'd say just beer. probably on the, on the on the higher end of just beer um yeah I, I still feel that's quite harsh uh which I know with my positivity is probably um
0: uh, I don't think you should feel harsh I think if that's your opinion that's your opinion can' And th- we should all respect you. Now on to Mr. Paul Walsh, and let's let the disrespect begin. No, no, absolutely. Call me Doctor Disrespect, because if there's Ooh, anyone in the world who has an gimmick. MD in disrespecting this bald on top, hairy on bottom motherfucker, I mean,
3: I am a doctor. After Bengal
0: all. tiger, tiger Bengal supporting yeah, idiot. Better record than me. The fucking Eagles. Do they do?
3: Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm pretty much on board on what Nally had said, uh, like, f- verbatim, uh, I think is a brutal bit. It's very, very nice. Wow.
0: You know what that oh, word oh, means. Verbatim. Oh, I used it correctly. It verbatim. Is, let's, what? Let's go. Well, she got a word <laughs> a day of Christmas calendar. <laughs> that was... Calendar. <laughs> that was- Definitely
3: on
1: his word today. Yeah, to it wasn't
3: because wow. that's I will be honest. I was about to say something else, and I was like, "No, that doesn't sound right." And then I remember the other word.
1: Please tell us what oh, you're please. going to say. From
3: from Adam. Yeah, Adam. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's
1: and the
0: Walshy word. Yeah, yeah, I can, yeah,
1: yeah. I can definitely edit it. Like I can. Nah, no, no, don't do
3: that. Don't do that. My... That's not <laughs> cool, man. I, I also no, have I a question. Want, what I want, I want. you to leave What's... in the fact that I? Because no, everybody else, anybody that listens to this is going to be probably more shocked than the rest of you.
0: Just a quick yeah, question, though. Yeah. You're, you're going to kill people with heart attacks, Paul.
3: Uh, what I did, and and uh, then Mark pointed something out, what kind of other red IPAs? And uh, I was having a little bit of a Google to a few that I thought. And I had one that was like kind of pinnacle, but uh, unfortunately Hope didn't do it this year. I was going to ask, was it Bastards. the Hope's
2: winter seasonal? That the red IPA is unreal. Pan.
3: And that's like a pinnacle for me. Um But this is still this is still a beautiful beer. It's it's refreshing, it's nice, you'd very comfortably have a, a lock of them. Um but like as I stated and, and kinda nally agreed with is if you came to me in a couple of weeks time, red IPA, I'd probably be sitting there for a minute, like, do you know what? I don't know. I don't know, I don't really have a red IPA for you to try yeah uh, th- th- there's no names that stands out and then maybe if I went through like my untapped or like oh, I had that one you know, look there's a red IPA couldn't tell you what it was like try that one and sure see what happens kind of thing yeah but that's no th- that's no badness on the actual beer itself but there's no standout features or anything like that but that, that that's not bad either because some people we've had it that try too much and it just doesn't work out yeah and there is the handful that try a bit and like absolutely nail it. So you know what I mean. Not to say that they were playing it safe, but it says red IPA. They did a red IPA, so you can't really argue with that. Yeah. So a solid and it's a beautiful, uh, sorry, a beautiful
2: beer. Get your shit right together. Up, you know? Yeah. So uh,
0: <laughs> I'll I'll wrap up the outro for that. So that's a beautiful from Treaty City um, for their out-of-office IPA, their red IPA, underperforming by their usual uh, standards, <laughs> which is so- saying something about this brewery. Um, and I can only say, this, and this is my own personal opinion, not that of the podcast, but anybody out there, if you're in your local off-license and you're wondering what to buy, if you see that lovely little Treaty City brewery logo, you pick that up, no matter what it is. You will not be disappointed. I, I
2: think, uh, I think, Mark, I think we can we can jump that in there <clears> as, <throat> as a podcast recommendation. I don't think, I don't think anyone would be disappointed if we throw that out as a podcast recommendation. Treaty not City not are right. nope, yeah. uh, Treaty absolutely. City are a good brewery. They make good beer, and as we said, yeah, if you make good beer, you're good people.
0: Okay, guys, I've got a little game for us after that lovely Treaty City uh, beer. And we'll all need a peace treaty when we're done with this, because I'm sure you're going to be at each other's throats. Zing. (laughs) Ooh, baby. Ha-ha. What do you think about that, Kinger?
1: (laughs) Nally's was better. Okay. Yeah.
0: Well, let's move on (laughs) then, swiftly. So, it's a game of Who Am I? So, for anyone who doesn't know Who Am I, so I'm going to read out five facts, starting very vague, getting very specific towards the end. And it's up to you guys to shout in when you think you know the answer. So shout your own name, and then you got to give the answer of the person you think it is within five seconds. These are all famous people that you will know. You all know them, guaranteed. Um, the one thing I'll say is, I'm not dealing with any of this. Oh, no, oh, my name. Oh,
2: I think maybe
0: it might my... be if I think about it. No, oh, okay. you shout your name. You give the answer straight away. If you get it wrong, you're out. And it's the other people left. So you, there's no t- second go, third go, fourth go. You get one go at this. Okay. Out. Shout your name
1: one, and Can I ask one quick name. question? Yes. For argument's sake, if I shout my name you get it wrong, Nally shouts his name gets it wrong, does Walshy get the point by default?
0: No, Walshie wow. doesn't oh. get it right. Oh. But Walshy. Can yeah. can listen to all five facts. I was yeah. okay. excited okay, cool. there for a minute. That's okay. Yeah. That's fine. Okay, cool. So the, <clears throat> the idea kind of is like the more facts you listen to, the more likely it is somebody else knows it as well. Yeah. So you have to judge who I think I know who it is versus other people will know. Okay. Yeah.
3: How many do you have? So are we
0: all clear? I have five. Five. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to start on this side of this page. Okay. Are we ready to go? Yeah. Okay, so shout your own name when you think you have an answer. I was born in England in 1957. Even though I was born in England, I'm a very famous Irish your own name. singer. Your own name. <laughs> yeah, Nali, what's your guess?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Nali has rang Mark. Mid podcast, mid answer to buy himself more time. What can time? I just say?
0: No, can I just say? Not, so, for all our, our lovely listeners, uh, Nally's audio and visual cut out during that. I got a phone call from him and he goes, he screams down the phone at me. My answer is Shane McGowan. I have no
1: audio or visual. Nally, one point to you it is Shane McGowan. I call shenanigans. <laughs> I don't like this one bit. No, I am no, not. No.
0: I am uh, not a cheater. Uh, here uh, are here are the next uh, three clues. Look, uh, look.
1: I don't care. I don't care. Uh, uh, that is not on that f- question. A shambles. This already a shambles. This Kinger, case. do
3: you know what it is? An, it's all an these, absolute
1: shambles. It's all it's these travesty.
3: long-haired people. All these long-haired people are in cahoots. All
1: right, probably shut up
0: now <laughs> No, honest to God, he screamed Shane McGowan down the phone yeah, as soon as he, I answered. he all froze for me, yeah. so I don't know what was going on. Nally, can you hear us? Give us a thumbs up. We can't hear you. Yes, so, who am I? Number two, everybody. Are we all ready? Ooh. Yes. Okay, here we go. I was born in 1976 in California. I play an American sport. I hold many records. Nally. Oh. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers? No. Oh, of course it's not. I really f- oh, I know who it is. Shit. I, ho- <laughs> I hold many records at my position. Kinger. Yes. Oh, shit. No, come on. Come on. Tom hurry Brady. up, hurry up. Tom, Tom, Tom Brady. Tom Brady is the incorrect no, no. answer. <sighs> no, it's not Brady. Shit. I am sometimes considered the GOAT greatest of all time. Of my position,
3: I think I might not go again.
0: I have played for the Kansas City Chiefs and Atlanta Falcons.
3: Oh shit! That is not who I was thinking. While well, she, ah, fuck, I'm gonna say Peyton Manning, but I don't. My know. My
0: name that. is my name is. Can I can I have a guess? You can have a guess for no points. Is it, uh, no points obviously no points. Yeah. Is it Tony G? Was it Tony Gonzalez? It is Tony Gonzalez, uh, the greatest yeah. tight end. Shit. <laughs> so, for any non-American football players out there, this guy's was the Maradona of tight ends, Until he which kills I suppose him. probably means <laughs> well that made him kind of more famous in a way. Yeah. So let's be honest. Yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're you're not really helping your own case there. Yeah, yeah, you. you're yeah, well, you're actually making fair. it worse. I suppose when you <laughs>
2: Tony G didn't kill Tony G didn't kill someone. You're thinking of Aaron Hernandez as well. Yeah, right? He oh, is He's a goddamn stand-up oh, yeah, citizen. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. No, well, I
3: mean, uh, wow. NFL footballers are all uh, at shit. <laughs> well, he. G
2: is a goddamn stand-up citizen and an amazing human being. How dare you? Should well, maybe Walshy knows it. things
0: we don't know. So, uh, let's, let's not get into that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm devastated. <laughs> Moving swiftly onwards, person number three. I was born in 1941. I am from Limerick. I am known for having white hair and being a bit of a character.
3: Walshy. Yeah? H- hair? No. Oh no! definitely. The, answer That's far too old I was going to say Come on. I, I was going to say don't Dunphy But 41
0: Dude, <laughs> That's the incorrect that's answer That's a
3: terrible answer Because he'd be like
0: <laughs> That's the incorrect answer I saved Harry Potter From the Malfoys I'm I on. have I have tea cozies oh. Made of me Kinger Kinger got there first Michael D. Higgins That's correct <laughs> Well <laughs> that's done D. D. That Higgins. is correct <laughs> Most famous for, for playing Dobby in um, Harry Potter and the, all the Harry Potter movies, I suppose. I should have got that
1: way earlier. My mum worked for him for like 10 years. Jesus
0: Christ. <laughs> okay, number four. We ready? Yeah. Well, she you put your yeah. phone down.
3: I'm not Googling, I was responding to a message.
0: I know you weren't well, Googling. We You're, You're not funny. that smart. You just weren't paying attention. Oh, no, um, no. I was born in 1945 in Dublin. I'm a famous Irish footballer. I am more famous for my TV appearances these days. Rod Little left Kinger. his wife for a young one. <laughs> Nally! <laughs> <laughs> <Damon Duffy. laughs> I think that's you, Kinger. Eamon Duffy. That's yeah, Kinger. Yeah,
2: it is. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I the knew it was a little too, but the I final... didn't want to say it. The...
0: The final clue was 63 years, baby. Uh, <laughs> <what's up? laughs> you went one question that. too soon.
1: I what knew one
3: of them was going to be Emma Dunphy. <laughs> <laughs> one of
1: them was definitely going to be Emma Dunphy. It was a... F- okay.
0: This is my piece de resistance. Okay, this is the one that made me do the other four. Okay? Okay. This is I, I'm in love with this one. So, Kinger, you're on two. While she's on zero, so you've already lost. Nally, you're on one, so to tie it up and make me come up with a who am I in the next 10 mm-hmm. seconds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Kinger, let me get it just to stress mark out. <laughs> anyone but Nally. Anyone but Nally. Okay, are we ready? Yeah. I am a fictional music star and fictional TV presenter. So same show. They're fictional. Huh? I like jumpers especially.
2: Oh, Kinger, Nally, Balsy. Nally, Nally. It was. It's it Owen McLove. It was Kinger.
1: It was me. It was me. It was definitely me, Owen McLove. It was me, hundred percent. It was me. I, it was was it was me. I thought it was. That's I thought, I thought
3: it was Nally myself.
1: What? That's
0: bullshit. On my audio, <laughs> it was Kinger. That's fair. Oh, that's that's fair. bullshit. I,
3: I, 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 to be
0: honest, I didn't even hear Kinger. It was Kinger and Nally who had the same and answer. Second, but that's bullshit. And then Walshy. Bullshit. Hey, you're the one who screamed the answer. Don't be annoyed. about No, he he knew.
2: I'm not annoyed about the answer. Both of us had the answer. I knew it. No, 100% knew it. Like, uh, you know, no, no, and I don't I don't doubt that, Kinger. I know you knew it. That's not the point.
0: I'm annoyed that you got <laughs> on the second clue. I didn't think it was that easy. <laughs> <laughs> my third clue was uh, my fans tend to be older. Then I have a happy face, and then I have no willy. You
2: know, <laughs> there we go. There we go. There we go. Brilliant. <laughs>
1: Let's very quickly let's very quickly move on to the final beer of our Christmas specials on the Crafty Crew podcast. Uh, Nally, I believe you picked this one.
2: Yeah, so we're off up to Kinnegar. It's the Kinnegar Winterland. It's their vanilla coffee milk stout. Christ, um, which I will say, lads, I've been very surprised with the four of us. I think the highest one we've had today, beer wise, was seven point five percent, and it was. The old Mama Mama Kinger chose. The rest of our beers have all been in the 5 point something range. Which I thought we might try and wreck each other by going with something ridiculous. But oh, we've been very uh, happy with fairly that. sensible. Which I'm pretty surprised about. I didn't think I'd use the words sensible and crafty crew in the same sentence for quite a while. <laughs> now, when I a bit...
0: That's it. Can I say three very quick things. One, they have their Follow the Hops logo on the back which I love. The number two is that they still have all their rabbits on the front very clever design of a rabbit snowman with loads of rabbits in a disguise, dressed up as a coat. And uh, number three, I can't believe we're having a stout, and I love it. Every bit of it. (laughs) Get in.
1: Um, I don't know, we've had Kinnegar on the podcast before, and I know we've spoken uh, in detail about how um, interesting and funny and enjoyable their um, can artwork is, and like once again, this hasn't failed. It's it's really cool. Um, I didn't notice this before, and I'm not sure if we said it before, so I want to say it now. Right at the very bottom of the can, they say, um, Kenny Garland is illustrated by the inimitable, in-imitatable? in I can't say that word, Dermot Flynn. So it has his website there, the artist that, that did the, the artwork for this. Which I which something that we've said before about about a different brewery and I can't remember what it was where they yellow belly uh okay yeah yeah yellow belly um I love when they give props to the artist who designs the, the the stuff uh the labels for for their cans because this one like Kenny is one of those ones where as soon as you see the artwork on the shelf you know it's Kenny there's there's no denying it like you know
0: yeah and the in inimitable dermot flynn here we we called him out in our uh the first time we called out uh kinniger oh, yeah, did we we, talked, Good. Okay, cool. we we called out dermot and it, his artwork is very unique the reason there's rabbits on it is that they talk about the the rabbits and hares on kinniger beach which is just beside them but uh there's nothing quite like a brewery that owns a style there's yeah. not many of them yeah it's class. Like, when I think about Ireland, I, I actually do think about uh, Treaty City, to be honest. They, they kind of got their own style. But it's it's not as strong as Kinnegar. It's not as strong as Hope. It's not as strong as, like, Lineman. It's not as strong as, you know, Wicklow Wolf with that lovely wolf embossed cans. You know, there's some absolute stunners out there. And I think Kinniger, not only do they have stunning artwork, they have always backed it up on this podcast.
2: I think two breweries just to add to your list there Mark real quick was uh Yellow Belly which uh not only have amazing artwork they produce a comic from their artwork as well which yes, is really cool uh, absolutely yeah. um, and then the other one the other one that we called out as well last time when we had them on the podcast was Boundary Brewing who have that kind of surrealist uh modernist kind of thing we we I'm pretty sure we call out the the artist on that one as well they they have the artist named on the the beer Um who is uh, John John Robinson. Actually, oh, I remember I had that, actually, a, yeah, I had a, I do remember that. I, I had a Boundary Brewing can nearby, so I was able to check. But, uh, yeah, so it, it is, Kinger, 100% agree with you. It is a nice thing um, <clears throat> when when the breweries go out of the way to give the artist credit where due. Love it, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. definitely up there.
1: Um, as we said, this is a... It's Winterland. Uh, it's a vanilla coffee milk stout, which I am just thrilled about, to be honest with you. Um, Just very quickly, from the side of the can, uh, it's a seasonal special that offers something deep, rich, and exotic to light up the cold, dark nights. This winter, we hope you enjoy our vanilla coffee milk stout featuring coffee from our classy neighbourhood roastery, New Kid. We piloted this style as number 15 in in Brewers, a play series, and you asked for more. So, um... It smells of coffee straight off the bat. There's, there's no denying that.
0: Yeah, it does. But do you know that coffee smell it's got? It's like a lovely, like, vanilla-y, mocha-y. Mocha, a, mocha is what's coming to my head. It's got such a chocolatey goodness off of it. The vanilla is coming through and that lovely little tiny sharp sweetness you get. And I'm a, I'm a coffee lover, and I'd love to hear from Walshy because he, he, he is a self-expressed coffee doubter here. And I really think he's going to be the balancing opinion on this. But that is an absolutely gorgeous, mouth-watering smell.
3: I hate coffee. I, I just... just, I just don't like coffee. And this is a very... Very coffee smell to it. So I'm very nervous. Like any coffee breakfast stouts that I've had before that are very coffee I'm like I just not on board with and um, the vanilla part of it kind of had me a bit yeah okay it mightn't be as bad but ah, at that smell I'm, I'm nervous you, you're, you're coffee man Mark you said you're a coffee lover so this will be a lot more up your street um, now I could be surprised I haven't tasted it yet but do uh, you know what I mean I'll, I'll, I'll try any beer that's given to me but I'm
2: i'm nervous so um i'll just jump in real quick yeah that that coffee smell is really strong on it uh, but it is kind of there's a sweetness there probably from the vanilla and maybe a bit like chocolatey mark which is kind of that mocha sense that you're talking about um for looks, it's jet black yep uh the head's a little off white you know the head's fine it hasn't lasted it's not a real thick head it just coats the top of the beer um that that kind of coffee smell though is the overriding thing from the start. I'm really looking forward to trying it. I haven't had a sip of it yet, but no more than yourself, Mark. That that coffee, I I, I really like coffee. I like a strong black coffee, and that's right up my alley. I'm really looking forward to trying that. So uh, I'm gonna jump in.
1: Okay, I've I've had a taste of this, um, and you know me, I'm not one for stouts. Uh, <clears throat> Outside of very Guinness, outside of Guinness, g- yeah, of course. But that goes without I saying. Um, uh, early doors, pleasantly surprised, I have to say. Um, I'm not getting, I'm not getting a very full flavour of vanilla from it. I'm, I'm getting the coffee, but I feel like maybe the vanilla flavour is just taking the edge off the bitterness of the back of this. Like it's, it's, it's quite enjoyable. Um, I'm, I'm hoping it doesn't change too much as we go through, as we finish through the rest of the, the, the glass, uh, but um, it's off to a good start. C- can I say something, Kinger?
0: You know, sometimes we'll say something and somebody else will say something and then it bounces like a resonance off your head where you're like, oh yes, that's what I meant. I yeah. just couldn't think of it. Can I say this? And I'm looking at you because I think this is going to resonate with you. Okay. You've got that lovely coffee smell, right? Mm-hmm. Do you know that little tingle you're getting at the back left and back right of your tongue mm. at the end of each mouthful, that sweetness? Yeah. That's the vanilla right there.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: That's the vanilla. It's that very little, it's very mm, subtle then. It's very subtle. It's subtle. You've got that lovely mealiness through the middle of your tongue and then yeah. just the, the sides of your tongue are just tickling you and they're like, oh, hey, there's something else here.
1: Yes, because I think like when someone says coffee to me, like in terms of smell and taste, the first thing I think of if it's not something like a cappuccino or a latte is the of a black coffee is just pure bitter, you know, uh, if it's not yeah. done right. So that's what that's kind of what I was expecting. The kind of
2: sweetness at the side of your tongue. That's that's the vanilla coming through hundred percent. It's 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 just taking that like the extreme bitterness that you're expecting to to taste Kinger. It's just taking that down a notch to where it's it's actually not overly bitter and it's just really drinkable. You know, you're not... To me, when something's really bitter, I'm expecting my whole mouth to start watering nearly and just have that, but I don't get that with this. It just yeah. it just stays. It's just... Yeah, it's good.
0: I will say, though, I understand how somebody who's not maybe a coffee fan or if you, like, are somebody who just doesn't you just don't like the taste of coffee in anything. Yeah. I can understand if you didn't like this because it is quite strong at the front. And and that is quite important with this one. I don't think you could hate coffee and love this. You could maybe like it, but I think there is enough coffee in it to really make it polarizing. hundred percent, yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I think I think the, the smell mark is kind of what gives it more um, the flavour I think is well I won't go too much into it, and we'll see you in the rating and stuff, but the flavor, I think, coffee-wise, it's balanced well with the vanilla that's in there, and I think the malt that's in there gives it a bit more chocolatey as well. Not not as much as, say, the pandanero that we had that was more kind of tiramisu, which is a lot of coffee as well, but, but this, I think, the coffee's there, it's a bit sweet with the chocolate and the vanilla, kind of, but it's the smell that really, really punches home the fact that it's a coffee stout.
0: Yeah, could I just talk about the mouthfeel as well? Because I think we kind of skipped over it a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's got quite a dry feel to it. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it it does, like, zip off the tongue a little bit. Yeah. Leaves, your, leaves your mouth feeling a bit dry. Um, And that is one of those things that, right, let's be honest, if you like these flavours, that's a good thing because it's leaving a lovely taste in your mouth that you're enjoying. If you don't like these flavours, that's a bad thing. It's one of those beers that's gonna like <clears throat> lean towards your own palate, and um, for me, that's lovely because I am really enjoying the flavors. But for somebody who was like, not really, or somebody who was kind of on the fence with these, that could be something that they t- detract from.
1: Uh, I mean, as someone who's enjoying the flavors kind of from the start, I do I do feel like the the, the it, it doesn't leave a massive aftertaste, which I think a lot of these stouts do. That kind of flavor sits around a long time, maybe too much sometimes if it's not a flavor that you're into. This, I feel like you're saying it, it washes away quite quickly, um, which I think just, you know, leads you into going back for more sips and more drinks more often, which is probably a good thing.
2: Yeah. So just quickly to Mark's point there and to yours, Kinger, about, you know, if it's if it's something you're not big into, um, how you can understand how people might like it. I'm just wondering, imagine if we had someone who really didn't like coffee on our podcast. <laughs> that we could get to try some of this beer and possibly give an opinion. Yeah. I wonder if there was anyone like that on this.
0: This is why. Someone... This is why we are the best podcast Because we cover all bases. <laughs> all bases. Monsieur, Every Monsieur Paul Walsh, tell us what we are Simple. missing. What are we
1: missing?
3: I'm going to start off. and I don't know. What are you trying to do?
1: <laughs> what are we missing, Paul? Tell us. I think, I think, I think what we're getting at, Walshie is that you're not a fan of coffee. So what Yeah, no, no, this? no.
3: I, I get that, but I, I was more a question than what Mark was doing. Dennis, <laughs> Paul, <laughs> tell us, Paul. Tell us what you think. What do you think, attempt, do you think um, Paul?
2: Tell us the truth.
3: <laughs> the smell is gives off a difference to the taste. Like it smells very very coffee the taste is coffee but not exceptionally
1: it's like a bit it, muted right it's yeah muted. yeah like yeah. i mean
3: it's still there and mm-hmm. I, I think it's it's still the main focus but it's not like it's a uh, colossal like it's not just like you're pelted with
4: coffee
3: <clears throat> uh I I I I like I do I do enjoy it. It's it's quite nice, but there's still coffee there, and I'm not loving that. Okay. Uh, but I am enjoying it. I'll drink it all happily. Like if it was there's there's I've had stouts before that are full blown coffee. I'm like, "Uh, lads, I I can't do it. It's just it's just not for me. It's it's nice. It's enough coffee. I'm not really getting any vanilla. To be honest, maybe like that thing that you were saying to the Kinger there to back tongue. I'm I'm not getting that. Maybe I'm just so focused on the coffee part that it's kind of overshadowing everything else. Okay. Um. Maybe <clears throat> it was the fact that I had it set up in my head that was like I'm expecting it to be just pure like an absolute just coffee overhaul, and it's not. That it's making me feel a little bit. Oh, okay. It's not that bad. Uh, it it it's nice. It's would I get it again? Like would I go out and buy it myself? Uh, probably not. But I, I'm probably not going to get go out and buy any coffee stout because it just wouldn't make sense for me. Uh, it's not bad. It's not great,
0: but you know there's nothing wrong with it. I will say, just to, just to talk to the fact uh, we've kind of overlooked it so far, it is a milk stout, and there is lactose in it, and that does lend itself to a creamy kind of finish. Got a little bit of carbonation at the front, but overall I would say this is a pretty creamy stout. Um, Nali, what do you think?
2: Yeah, 100%. I was just going to say that this might be the first time in, you know, we've had more than one beer with lactose in it. Three of the beers we've had this evening had lactose in it, which is a uh, kind of a difference for us yeah 100 it's very uh very creamy it's very smooth mouthfeel um even though it's got that little bit of carbonation i know king you're not a big fan of carbonation and stouts some of the time but i think this does it right i don't think it's gone over the top and kind of killed it with carbonation no i think it works for it it works for it yeah there's i think i think it helps because there's so much flavor there at the front that that carbonation helps to clear the palate, um kind of quick so you're not stuck with an overpowering coffee espresso kind of flavour in your mouth. Yeah. You kind of get that punch of it at the start, but it clears away quick
0: enough that it's it's enjoyable. Yeah, I enjoyed that tingle on your, on your tongue you get. Kind of across your tongue. Yeah. As it like dances off of it. And then you get this lovely kind of smoothness towards the end of the drink.
1: Where do you guys land um, on this one with its kind of Session ability? Like is it one that you would have a few times in a night? Is it one that you would kind of start with or build up to or really good question. So
2: So for me this is this is one that I, I feel like I could um I could stay on most of the night on this, I think. <sighs> I think it's Jesus. really really enjoyable. I know, man, it seems weird, but I think it's really enjoyable. I like that kind of coffee kick. I think um most of the night maybe you know, if I'm drinking stouts, I'm going to stay in stouts for most of the night anyway. But I feel like maybe this as my main drink for the evening, with maybe one or two different stouts to throw in a bit of a mix, and I'd be happy out, though. I think that's a really clean, really refreshing f- for a stout. But it, the carbonation is just enough there. I think it's quite quite a good beer, especially in winter, man. This is the kind of thing I love for winter. Yeah. It's just that full-bodied stout that you just get in and you're just like, Mm. This was a nice Irish chew It's yeah, yeah. It's not yes. exactly like it's not. It's not. It's not got that. Like, look. Don't get me wrong. I love IPAs. Love them. Love that real hot bomb. That real full forward fruity flavour. But in the winter, man, there's nothing better than just a big thick malty coffee heart, chocolate heartache. Yeah, a heartwarming stout. <laughs> Fuck you and your heartache. <laughs> <laughs>
0: My uh, <laughs> my favourite pub, and Natalie, I'm just backing you up on this, but my favourite pub is a place called the man o War Inn, and it's like hundreds of years old, whatever, but it's a real old man pub. And the lounge is lovely, and they've done it up real well. You know, they're for, they're for meals and stuff. But the bar is literally a bar, two random tables off to the side, a pool table, and two awful toilets. And <clears> this, <throat> is a, this is a stout. You know, this is a stout that where I'm like, you know beautiful. what I... What, what the most unbelievable Saturday I could have is sit that bar turn on the fucking Champions League final and order two or something I'll have a, a burger and chips please, I'll eat that I'll have five or six of these and have a few games of pool and stumble home blackout drug yeah. you know this yeah. is an drink responsibly kids no, don't drink <laughs> responsibly drink, drink to moderation and then go a little bit more and that's what sure we need to do Sure, it's Christmas. This, exactly. <laughs> this, is a, this is a stout that I feel I could have beyond that point of moderation. I feel I like could have six or seven of these. And you know what? Like, it's a slow burner. You're not going to be swamping them. You're going to be just enjoying it as it goes back, tipping having away. a lovely time, yeah. Yeah. tipping away at them. and But you know what? You're going to be tipping away at them, but they're that nice that you're not going to be slow about yeah. drinking them. Yeah, you'd be tipping away point every half hour. Yeah, you know, and then hey, you've been you arrived at nine. It's twelve o'clock now. You've had six or seven points. You're smashed. Yeah, and you've had a lovely evening because they taste so delicious. Yeah, one hundred percent.
3: So I think, yeah, I agree with everything Mark says. Kind what kind of,
0: kind of, except for everything Mark says.
3: sitting in, <laughs> uh, in, and as we as we all say, an old man's pub. Watching a match, playing pool, a few pints of everything that's not this. Oh, uh, I've I've only got into stouts in the last uh, year-ish. Uh, that, that, no, no, I couldn't. I, and that's still not any badness on this. It's it's just all down on the coffee. It's just just it's it's it's. I just can't. There's so many other stouts that I could drink that are so much. And I'll even throw out one. And Ali will agree with me here. Naughty and nice. I'll drink it for fucking days. Days I'll sleep with it. Like if I have to. But this, it's just, uh, but uh, you know. Yeah, no, just it's it's just the, the coffee, a personal preference. You know yourself, uh, coffee is just, it's not for me. Uh, I am enjoying this to an extent. Um, the coffee is a bit, bit much for my sake. It's still not bad. Like I, I, I like it. Uh but um, uh, there's, there's a lot of other stuff that I'd have that I'd have above it. But that's solely yeah. on the coffee, and that's solely on the fact that I don't like coffee, which is just all down to personal preference, and we're all yeah. different, and that's why it works between the four of us.
0: Exactly, and and to be honest with you, while she as we near the end of this drink, so I've got like barely any left in my glass here. Shroud it up to the camera so you can see. The coffee taste—I'm not going to say it grows, but it definitely doesn't get weaker. It intensifies like shr- a bit. A bit? Do you think so? King I think, yeah, a little bit. A little bit yeah, I yeah think,
1: it gets a little bit more bitter towards the end, but I don't think that's. Yeah. I don't think it's a major problem, to be honest with you.
0: No, no, but I, but, but I, but I think if you're I not a what coffee that is, fan,
2: it is. Yeah. Sorry, Mark. I, I think what that is though is, is it's not so much mm-hmm. the coffee flavor intensifying. I think that's the carbonation decreasing. So Backseat it's taking you longer ones, yeah, to drink. Is, it's oh, taking yeah, you longer to yeah. drink, so it's getting a little bit flatter. Whereas at the start, it wiped it away. Yeah. I think it's taken longer to wipe it away because the carbonation dying up. I think the flavor itself has stayed consistent the whole way through. It's just the carbonation yeah. has gotten less, which means it doesn't wash away as quick.
0: And you know what? Carbonation is such a major part of drinkability, yeah. and that's why we drink them the whole way through, to, to make Damn sure right. that it holds up. You know, QC Nelly, hashtag QC for life, baby. But, um, <laughs> you, know, you know it. But uh, no, I, do th- I do think this uh, this holds up fairly well. But if yeah. you weren't a coffee fan at the start, you were trying to struggle your way through this. I'd say about halfway through, you just have to give up. Because it, there, it doesn't go away from the coffee, if you know what no. I mean. There's vanilla there at the start and a milky kind of smoothness to about halfway. From halfway to the end of the drink, the milky smoothness decreases. The vanilla sl- starts to disappear. And at the end, the last few mouthfuls are just like a coffee stout. So, if you like coffee stout? That's brilliant. If you don't, that's terrible.
1: Uh, I I would just say, in terms of like sessionability, it's it's not something that I would stick on for the night. I think, I, and I, that being said, I don't know if it's just because um, um, Collective Arts smoothie that we had earlier on. Like, <sighs> I, I'm so full from that. This is just a little bit yeah. of a struggle to. It's a bit of a mountain to, to climb to, to finish it. I, I do enjoy the taste, but I think, I think it's something that I'd probably either start with to kind of set a good tone and then keep myself topped up or I'd kind of work towards it and enjoy it at the end end, end of the night, you know?
0: I think the sessionability is kind of... it's so We're saying it so often. And I know, over and over I know, in. I know. Yeah, the I know, coffee flavour. Yeah. The sessionability is so linked to the coffee flavour. It's like Kindergarten yeah. have gone all in on that. They're yeah. like, hey, coffee lovers this is a stout for you. And yes. anyone who's not a coffee lover, well, you know what? We're going to play the odds and say most people are. So therefore, Absolutely. Yeah. most people will love this. Um. And, you know, And that's the end of it. Like, If you are somebody who loves coffee, you're going to like this stout. But if you don't like coffee, this isn't for you.
1: That being said, uh, seeing as this was your choice, Nally, do you want to remind us of the Crafty Crews official rating system, please?
2: Uh, yeah can do care i have that off the top of my head no problem at all for beers deep plus the two palate cleansers i have so that's grand no matter uh, uh, number one is an unbearable which is dog muck horrendous beer that you'd rather just paint a fence with Uh, hashtag wylam brewery newcastle you do bad beer so you're bad people. Um, number two, we got a booze. 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 I'm going to take that as a win. Uh, then right down the middle, straight down the down the line, we got just beer. Your everyday happy-go-lucky just, just beer. Next, then we got a beautiful, which is a savage beer. Just right up there, tip-top, just seriously good beer. One that you're, you know, you're not afraid to take the beer home to mother. She's all right. And then <laughs> the top of the line, the all-time greatest, the most coveted Twice. beer rating in Ireland. Possibly the most coveted beer rating worldwide is the un leavable stamp of approval from the Crafty Coup podcast.
1: Exclusive club. Uh, if you don't mind I will start this one off because I haven't started one for the night um, and I know what you're expecting me to say and true to King form, I'm you know I'm going to surprise you this is unbelievable
4: Ooh.
1: I I think this is the the, the coffee flavour is, is subtle enough um, at the very start anyway that it's I think I think because I was so ple- I was so pleasantly surprised that it wasn't just out and out bitter coffee from the start. The, that little hint of vanilla that maybe was maybe a touch too subtle for me, um, w- but it does definitely help. Um, it's definitely I'll. It's probably the first like Uber flavored stout I'll be going out to try and find again to have over Christmas at some point. Um, I for it's definitely unbelievable for me, and uh, I've surprised myself, I've probably surprised you guys as well. But uh, I hope it's not just me being uber positive as well. So, here we go.
2: Um, so just really quick, uh, yeah, it was the beer I picked, in the whole lot. So, I really had thought I was like, oh, I'll go last and give my opinion and see how it goes, but I feel like if I don't jump in now, it might be tainted. So Kinger, the reason I have to jump in is because yeah, you shocked the fuck out of us. I was not expecting <laughs> you to go with non Leavable. Holy hell. I am giving it non leavable as well. I think that beer is next level. The coffee flavour in it I, I, I enjoy coffee. That coffee flavour in it is brilliant. The way they've balanced it so that you're not just uh, not just murdered by the bitterness of the coffee the way they balanced it with that vanilla in the background i think Perfect. it's an unbelievable job Perfect. the carbonation levels are just right i know as they get nearer the end the carbonation dies off a little bit but by that stage you're kind of looking for a bit more of a punch from that coffee flavor anyway so you're happy mm. to have that little bit less carbonation to get that bit more coffee i i think it's just an unbelievable beer i i as Kinger said, if I, I'm going out and I'm going to try and find that, that to me is an unbelievable stout. I uh, love it,
1: love it.
3: I don't want to be the one that stands out at the end and i are like, "Oh, I'm going to just bring it down on purpose."
1: <laughs> so you'll stand out in the middle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little, a little bit.
3: Uh, I'm not going to bring it down. You know, massively, I'm not going to be anywhere near year uh, I enjoy it, but I don't like coffee, so nobody's expecting me to go fucking. You know, unbelievable. To be honest, let's, let's be honest. Uh, it's nice. I enjoy it. I was able to drink it all. Will I get it again? Probably not, because I don't like coffee and it's very coffee. So I'm a, I'm I'm a just beer. Uh, it's nice. Uh, I enjoyed it, but will I get it again? Mm, probably not. Not by me. own but like we've said in previous episodes about anything, if I went over to one of your houses and like, oh. This is all I have, and you gave it to me. It's like, yeah, I'll drink it, no problem. But yeah, okay. yeah, no, just spare for me.
0: I'll be honest, with you kinger. I am feeling the pressure on this because I'm right on the fence, and I'm there's a reason I kind of left myself to last here. You know, normally I'm one of the I'm one of the people I I like getting in early. I like telling you what I think. I am torn on this one. I'm torn between the delicious, lovely coffee flavors that I like. And then realising that, you know what, there's probably 20, 30% of the population out there who don't think that's a nice flavour at all and would land with Walshy. And I don't know. I'm just trying to figure out where I stand
1: with this thing. I think that's hmm. good, though, because like I'm I'm definitely, I know for a fact that I'm much more erratic when it comes to to these things. Like, I could drink this in two weeks' time and, and, and go... Ah, uh, jeez, I don't know. It's actually not maybe as good as like I am more erratic like that. Whereas you're a bit more grounded. So I think having the deciding vote, I think, is probably a good thing for you.
3: Mm. We've done that I mean, store before with with drinks and I, not, outside the podcast. I'm like, oh, we've had this, and then when you found out that we're having it during the podcast, I'm like, oh, I can't wait. This is going to be class. And then we get hasn't like,
1: been quite the same. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah.
3: Okay, that's kind of average. Yeah. You know, not to say that this is going to be average for you, Mark, but. You know, yeah, and like, you know, that kind of thing.
0: Well, she—that's like a really fair point. That like the the mood you find yourself in of a day can make a massive difference. Obviously.
3: Oh, huge!
0: Um, but I'm just trying to look at the characteristics of the, of the beer. Okay, so it's it's very coffee centered. Let's be honest. Absolutely, that's the main flavor through it. There's a vanilla sweetness that I get. Love, I love that tickle at the back of my tongue. I love the coffee flavor. I'm a massive coffee fan. Um, I do think the creaminess and the carbonation balance well. I do. I don't. I don't think there's anything you can take away from it there. And oh god, I'm right on that verge. I'm right on that line. And you know what? Let's. It's Christmas. It's Christmas. You don't Let's see anything wrong with it, Mark. Do it do out. do what you got to do. Do I, what you got to do. I'm right on that line between beautiful and, and unbelievable. And cause it's Christmas. Happy Christmas, Brewing! You're getting an unbelievable from Mark from the Crafty Crew podcast. Giving you an unbelievable, on the day, unbelievable, Yes! You might have just crept over that line, but (laughs) but you know what? It doesn't matter. A rating is a rating with the Crafty Crew. We have proven empirically and scientifically that your brew is one of the best of the best. Well deserved for a brewery of such prestige.
1: Look, it, it's, it's something that's been said on the podcast before uh, about other breweries. I don't think I've had a Kinnegar beer that I have been disappointed by yet. They just, they make savage beers and it's it's they a do. testament to them. So they um, do. Well absolutely. Done. Well done. Every well done beer that I've
3: had is good. I, um, at worst, is good for me.
1: Okay, lads, just before we finish up the uh, Crafty Crew Christmas special... I have a final game for you. So what I've done is, uh, I've gone back and I've listened to the previous two seasons of the Crafty Crew podcast. No, you have. And I have picked. I have. Oh, you per man. No, I have. Yeah, I have. And I've picked out a couple of quotes. Oh God. From all from all four of us, oh, and God. I'm going to give you... I'm going to give the four of you a line, and I want you to tell me who said it. And there'll be bonus points if you can tell me what episode it was from. All right.
3: I feel like that's going to be easy. I love this. If it's guessing oh. for me, anyway, because you say mm, that. You no, say no, that. for me. If it's if it's a quote from me, I can. I feel like it'd be easy.
1: Okay. Let's uh, let's put that to Star the test. <laughs> Star <or> Warsy. <watchy>. Star
3: <laughs> like, no, like I say, some outlandish, stupid shit that has no relevance to anything
1: fair okay so <laughs> which, is, um, which is not
3: what, intentional by the way it's just how i speak if just people think that i'm just putting it on <laughs> if you know me yeah so, don't Kinger, expect a lot
2: <laughs> king are we using the the same system as the last time name and then answer
1: i don't know what like is it better if i just ask you individually or is it better if you just want to shout out when you think you know it how I think mean, maybe, how yeah mean, I think how many you do you have, you have? I've I've thirteen. So let's say let's say first for let's say first to five.
0: Oh okay. jeez, thirteen quotes. Okay. Right. okay, I have thirteen quotes. And what do we need to get it right?
1: So you need the name of the person that said it. Yeah. And a bonus point if you give me the episode it was said in.
0: Okay. Fair enough. What do you think? sure that's fair go that's for good. it okay I'll let's, try it. let's go for it let's so we shout it. our own name our own name first and then we give the answer
1: just so you know some of the quotes themselves aren't exactly funny but what i have is well they're they're not what i have is i have the name the episode and then i have the context that it was set in <laughs> like some of them are a little bit funny yeah, that's the kind of cool. the payoff, right, so. Okay. okay so just to reiterate, what I want to hear lads is if you think you know the answer, I want you to shout your own name and then I want you to give me the name of the person you think said this quote. Okay? Cool. Quote number Quote number one. I was very anxious about this, that I'd end up spitting it all over my keyboard. Walshy. Walshy, who do you think said that? Mark mark is the correct answer
0: i knew <laughs> i said that well done walshie
1: have, have you any have you any idea what episode no, I,
2: clue. I i have a guess of the episode no, a
1: you can you can, can guess the episode but it won't get you yeah, yeah no
2: that's fine mark Sh- okay yeah if it's you don't guess the episode you don't yeah, yeah yeah i think it was face. the brown ale episode though
3: i was gonna say shouting at strangers maybe uh, I think it was. I think it was uh,
2: not my bu- but I think I. I think
0: it was the brown, the brown nails.
1: Yeah, the brown nails, Yeah. That it just was goes to show. It was the Largers episode Oh my god!
2: Episode like <laughs> oh, one, Largers? two. And yeah,
1: uh, yeah, two. and you were you were referring to White Hags Larger. style Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh. <laughs> The Helles Hey, White Hag, White Hag, fuck off, Back to Slough Hey, long. hey, hellas. I would oh, no, not
4: that's have you you're say not a great. bad
3: word about how White Hag, White Hag are fucking good people. <laughs> the Rock helles is not the worst lager in the world.
2: No, it's not. Especially the hopped.
1: I rock think hellas. so. I think I think the, I think the context was that you would had you would had a helles from a different brewery. Well, yeah, like, so we had that Third Circle
2: before. Trinity pilsner. Fucking pilsner.
1: Okay, okay,
2: <laughs> Quote, move on.
1: Quote number two I can't in good conscience Have our first leavable beer Being non-alcoholic Walshy Nally I I I heard Walshy first
2: This is bullshit Twice I've been done over it.
1: Nally Yeah it was me Oh my god That's Bullshit It was Nally yeah. Walshie, Let's go two for two Can for a bonus point, Watchy? Can you name the episode?
3: It's the non-alcoholic, and I want to say the Lervig
2: pineapple. No, it was the Brewmaster.
4: Yeah, Uh, it it was Brewmaster. Isotonic IPA.
1: Non-alcoholic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, Let me see. Okay,
3: I'm
1: excited now.
3: (laughs) I'm happy Uh, to get a point on the board.
1: We've got two. The next quote is Do you know what? I really respect the effort.
0: Mark. What?
1: Uh, oh, Mark. I'm going to say that's Walsh. Walshy. I think it's Kinger. Mark is incorrect. Oh. Walshie. Really Lee Kinger. It was me. Yeah,
4: yeah,
3: I know. <laughs> oh, you see, that's what I was wondering. Yeah. Is like, if one gets it wrong, do we continue it on and then the other two get to guess or.
0: Um, what do you think? No, you've thirteen of them. No. Man. Yeah, okay,
1: okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. Uh I said that uh it was in the Wexford slash Wicklow episode uh and I was defending absolute waffle from Walchie's um <laughs> Walchie's wisdoms, I think.
3: <laughs> if anything I'm more shocked that you actually went back and got all of these. That's fucking
1: <laughs> madness. Okay the next uh, quote is so sorry in this in this quote there's a name and I don't want to give that name away so what I'm going to say is I'm going to say part of it for the name I'll say blank so you'll think it's all four of us okay so I'll kill you blank I swear to god I'll kill you Walshie <laughs> I, heard Walsh, I heard Walshie first this is
2: absolute Mark. bollocks <laughs>
1: What's your, what's your answer, Mark? No, no, oh, really?
2: Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: Anyone else want to have a go?
2: No. Apparently, you're not going to hear my name anyway N- Nali was second. Nali was second.
0: Nali was second. Nally. Nope. Nally. I was third. Nope. It was who it, said it? It was me. I'm I, pretty sure it was I,
2: me I, that said it. <laughs> It was. It was. Uh, Yeah, of course it was because I said my name and said it first. But it's irrelevant because apparently I can't on your fucking quizzes, Nally. You (laughs) did not. No,
0: Nally. Walshy was first. Okay, blame your internet. Don't blame
1: Walshy. That's the only quote I listened back to that I didn't get uh, a context for. You just blurted it out (laughs) in the middle of doing a quiz, and I have no idea why.
3: All right. Okay. I just feel like Mark would say he'd want to kill me. Randomly. Okay. (laughs) I was going to say my own name. That was was my guess. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That that was my guess.
1: The next quote Uh. is when you pour it in first, it's like a lava lamp.
0: Nally. Oh, Mark.
1: Nally was definitely. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: yeah, That's fine. That's
1: fine. Mark. Wrong. Uh, Oh, well.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say Nally. Yeah, I was thinking Nally. Nally as well, yeah. It was Nally. Oh, it was, no. yeah, yeah, I yeah. was yeah. thinking. It was, the, uh,
2: was
4: it the
0: Trappist? It on our Dippers episode?
2: I thought it was the Trappist episode. No. Okay.
1: It was, you were describing Sergeant Jimmy's, bla- uh, ah, Black Donkey Sergeant Jimmy yes, in our yes, Longford Ross Common okay. episode.
4: Okay.
1: Uh, okay. So our next one is, Guten Tag. gee well, Walshy got in there first. Mark for a second.
2: Walshy. no,
1: incorrect. No, it wasn't.
2: How is that not one of my hellos? Because <laughs> you said hello in one of the foreign languages, and then both Mark and myself said hello in a foreign language mm. after. I'm pretty sure that's what happened.
0: I, but I also I say you
3: and Tag in one episode as well. So I mean, there, there's a little bit of crossover there.
0: It's one of two people. And I'm gonna say it was Nally.
1: It was Mark. Yeah,
0: I would have said Mark. Uh, it was myself, <laughs> wasn't it? <laughs> uh,
1: I think I think that this is where your uh, your introductions were born from, Woji. It, uh, it was in the brown ales episode, and it was Mark answering his introduction for like one, one of the first times. Oh, uh, okay. okay. I've smelt this, and it smells like feet.
0: Mike!
1: Mark. Mark was first.
0: Yeah, it's it's Mark and it's Green Zebra for yeah. the Starers episode. Yeah. It's Kinger. It's Kinger and
2: what?
1: it's Green Zebra from the Souris episode. It's this yeah. dude and it's Green oh. from the Star Wars episode.
0: You know what? I'll take that. That's fair enough. Well, Let's be honest. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, never drink Green Zebra. Avoid that brewery at all costs. Kinger, tell him he's wrong.
3: Tell him he's wrong.
1: You're wrong, Mark. I'm sorry. You're yeah. wrong. The next quote is: <laughs> "I have fun. a newfound I have a newfound hatred for bottles." Walshy. Walshy was first. Walshy. Walshy is the right answer. Yeah. yeah.
3: Oh, uh, I went off on a tyrant on that episode.
1: <laughs> do you know? Do you know what episode it was?
3: Um, it was a question from Mark. Uh, I I honestly don't know, I can't remember what the question was, but my answer had nothing to do with the question and I went off on me talking about how uh, sending uh, bottles or receiving bottles in the
4: delivery was the worst <laughs> thing ever.
1: Like, I'm so impressed that you have that level of detail, but you, you not know. the episode. He doesn't have the episode, so he doesn't get the extra point. It was the Leash and Kilkenny episode, and oh, it was you discussing. Hate uh, <laughs> Mark had a question if uh, thinking the bottled beer was fancier than a can. Yeah, yeah, it, I and I went off Carla.
3: on an absolute rant. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, it is. It is
0: fancier. But anyway.
1: The next. Okay, the next quote is... There's fuck, so many quotes. Fuck off. I've had a whole bottle of this shit and it was piss. <laughs> Mark. Mark. Was that me, was it? It was Mark.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I gotta go. I gotta go. That was the stout from the uh, Paddy's Day special. Nope.
1: Nope. <laughs> no. No, I don't know. Well, like, that's definitely seen. something
2: I was saying out.
1: It was a 100%. Right. It was from the wheat beers episode. You were encouraging people <laughs> yeah. to see to see a beer through to the end, even if you don't like it at first.
0: Yeah, that's such a <laughs> bottle of piss. What was it? It was was it oh, was Was it?
1: I don't know which one it was, but I think it was just it was a question in between. <laughs> Look at Nelly's
3: face. Look at face. Because <laughs> <laughs> we haven't <laughs> had a, a huge Nally. amount of <laughs>
1: bottles. <laughs> There's a lot of disgust going on right oh. now.
2: A lot of
3: disgust. I'm, I really want to know what It was it what was that. that was. No,
2: it was the Rochefort. It wasn't so Alec. Was, it was the Rochefort, but anyway. <laughs> I boy, am yeah. in an awful okay.
0: level of disgust. Oh.
1: Okay. And
0: oh, okay. Keir, are you keep it score. Have you No, he has it.
1: Yeah, it's Walshy. I'm a, so, I'm in the lead. So, uh, the uh, uh, bringing in the rear is Nally with uh, a big fat zero. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Mark Mark has one and Walshy, What? Also I, have three. Three. I have at least three. How do you have Mark, three? Mark, you've I won. Don't. I promise you you've won. And Walchie has three.
2: I, I I also demand I think I think I thought it was I also demand a very like five this.
0: three one there. I, I also demand okay, a I think that's okay, wrong, anyway.
1: Here. here's here's here, here's here's a Here's a custom quote just for uh, Mark and Nally. Go Obviously fuck yourself, is it? it? Uh, well. <laughs> Niall King, the, no, tonight, no, the quote, <laughs> Christmas the episode. Is, the, the, the quote is, that's two first place losers.
2: <laughs> uh, Nally.
1: N- <laughs> I, heard, I heard Nally first.
2: Yeah, that's fair. He's Niall there.
1: King, tonight's <laughs>
2: episode. It's the best guess I
0: have. <laughs>
1: It came Hi. out of the mouth of Stephen. Yeah. I Ah, I, I. Uh, I was
0: going to say that. Why didn't you give me the second chance? Are you it's only, only the first?
4: Are you yeah, only the first? Yeah. You it's only, the only the giving first. it
0: if they get it first time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ah, well, that makes sense why the score is okay. that way. That's yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, It came from the gluten-free episode. Oh. <laughs> uh, you were just you, dis- you were disagreeing with Mark about uh, drawing on the quiz that, that, that episode. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. So, we've only got three quotes left. So, if Walsh gets one right, he wins. If Walsh gets one, he That is means done.
3: I could win two in. Oh, no, not necessarily, because we have bonus ice.
2: points if we win uh, the episode and the quote. So, there's six points up for no, grabs, technically. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Kinger, technically Kinger is, don't does. do me like this.
3: Well, not do me like I'm this. I'm not wrong.
0: Well. Okay, You have to at least give a minimum of one bonus point if you said bonus points. Yeah, he did say points. bonus
1: points. Hey, yeah. yeah, but nobody's got the bonus point wrong. Yeah, but I'm saying there's still six <laughs> so up fair. for grabs, though. Technically. The next the next quote is, I only had four points last night. What are you talking about? You had
0: points.
1: Mark! Uh, Mark! Mark came in first. So, what? that was two statements.
0: Which statement are you talking about?
1: It's all the same quote. The same the okay. one person said both and it was all the one sentence. So the, the okay. it was
0: King. it was Kinger it was Kinger telling me that I had way too many points that I should have had.
1: Incorrect. Ah It was Walty What? And he he was talking about how drinkable fat tire is. That you could easily drink like a heap of them and think you had a lot less of them. Ah, yeah, ah, all... well done, Walshy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, our second last quote of the night is: I'm not saying it's a hundred percent, but it's up there. Mark, that's Walshy. Mark, it is in fact Walshy. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: That's like Walsh said, I'm not saying it's a hundred percent, but it's up there.
1: Like, like 100%. <laughs> Any idea of the episode for a very, a very uh, important bonus point? Come on,
0: Mark. I think it's going to be something that he's given an unbelievable. To i I have no idea. I'm going to go with Sarah's episode. I have no idea. Sarah's episode.
1: No, it was the Cork and Waterford episode, and he was, he was preempting his fact about Waterford and that water was invented. <laughs> <laughs>
2: What? That is still by far
1: the greatest
2: Wallie wisdom ever.
3: Uh, <laughs> hey, I put a lot of effort into the two that I came up with tonight.
0: Oh fucking hell! All
3: right, on, I spent on. the United game Mark, coming up with one of them last
1: one. Mark, if you get this, the very last quote. I think if Mark gets if this Mark, with the bonus, Mark, if Mark gets this with the bonus, he wins. Can
2: or if I King get or, it, I draw. Can Mark have a confer with me for the episode if he gets it right?
0: No, no. Oh, no. Can, I, can I have a call a friend? Yeah, no. Give him a phone a friend. He no. deserves it. <clears throat> no! Walsy, 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 Walsy,
1: Walsy, do you know what? You can, can bo- you, can both, you can both confer with Nally if you get the quote right. Both of you can. No, I, just just ha- to make it fair.
3: How many wins do the boys have against me in the you, two what? in the seasons, uh, in the entire Crafty Crew that we've had? I've had maybe three wins entirely and one of them was tonight if so it's both me,
1: and me and Mark said, so we're okay. I'm laying the rules down nope. now if both of and you are okay. nope, me if v. either him. one of you get the question right get the correct person you both get to confer with Nally about the episode
3: so on our own we have to get the so name right that if I get and the then we confer
1: right. yes and Walsh you can do the same
0: it's
1: all
3: good but how does that help me if I get the name right it's over anyway
4: Yeah, he wins anyway. Yeah, Yeah. there's no bonus Okay,
1: so Okay, so, okay, Mark, you can't confer then. You just ruined your own, like, you know, whatever. You just ruined it. I was trying to help you, you know, but whatever. Yeah,
0: Nally, he doesn't know. Just confer. The quote is... Yeah, obviously.
1: If it was a big can, I might go down a little bit more. Walshy, Mark. Walshy was there first.
3: Walshy.
4: correct <laughs> <laughs> and
3: episode
1: Which means it's, a, it's um, a final score of 4 to, two of them. <laughs> to 0
3: I'm pretty sure I've said that about a lot of beers so to be specific on a beer I have no
1: idea it was the Dippers episode and you were rating Firestone Walkers double jack yeah. Yeah, that makes so sense. you were saying if you had more beer it would have been a lower rating
3: yeah, yeah, definitely. Like any of them kind of ones would have been a lot more difficult if it was a bigger can, I think.
1: That brings us to the actual end of the Crafty Crew Christmas special double podcast.
3: Ah, uh, uh, sure. gonna- Fuck it, let's go a third. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. Um,. It's been great talking to you again. We will be back with Season 3 at some time in the new year. Um, but until then, it's a very happy Christmas and a very prosperous new year from all at the Crafty Crew podcast. Uh, from Nally. Good luck. From Walchi,
3: Happy holidays.
1: From Mark. Happy Christmas, everybody! And from myself, Kinger. See you next year. Goodbye, Kinger! Ciao, Bella! <laughs> Feliz Navidad. Happy
4: Christmas. Yeah, Navi.